imagine you and I are talking. We're having a conversation. You're telling me about your weekend. Anything like that. And what you're aware of is that as you're speaking to me, I'm doing my best to follow along. And you're telling me that you did A to B to C to D to however many things. And you're telling me them in order of some kind in some way. But you are appreciably staying on track. You are going from this to this to this. You are not stopping every two seconds to explain or justify or take some weird narrative detour. And then, oh, by the way, I got to tell you about my aunt. And, oh, look, here's a picture of a dog I saw. And what about the weather and this, that, and the other. You follow that kind of linearity through your explanation, through our conversation. Why? Why do you do that? Why, why, why is that? First of all, it's because when you are communicating verbally with somebody else, it's generally accepted common social practice to do your best to stay moving, to stay going A to B to C to D. That's just how we communicate. Part of the reason we do that isn't just because it's, it's nice to stay on topic to the best of your ability. Part of that is because in a conversation, there is a, an assumption or a presumption that time is a factor. That we're talking and we only have so many minutes, seconds, or whatever, and that we're all busy and that there's stuff to do. So I can't really afford, I'm making air quotes, afford to spend undue amounts of time listening to you do A to B to C to D, but also the dog and the weather and the cat and your aunt and the grass and the trees and that car and, hey, look at the birds and this, that, and the other. That idea of busyness, that idea of time management, that idea of, hey, don't waste my time, I think is perpetuated by social media. I think the idea that we have to keep tweets short and keep things moving and increase algorithmic hits and and click, click, click and keep things moving, I think that stunts us to some degree creatively. We don't get the impression that anything else is acceptable. Because what happens when you take that same approach and stick it with telling a story, all of a sudden what hits the page is A to B to C to D and all those secondary things, all the details that make A and B and C and D more vibrant or more detailed or more interesting or more impactful, they get muted, they get minimized, they get lost somewhat in the shuffle. This is a really interesting, for me, an interesting little point to make. Because so many writers that I work with on a day-to-day basis just give me the plot, A to B to C to D, with very little expansion, very little um, increase in the material of things. It's just here's A to B to C to D with the barest minimum hand-waving of extra material is needed. We give you just enough to tell the story, and we got to keep moving because we don't want the reader to run away, and we, we don't want the reader to get bored, and we don't want the reader. They, they come up with, insert reason here. We, we don't want the reader to, to leave. Their time is too valuable. And I understand that argument because on social media, because in talking to people, yes, time has become this commodity that we find valuable because if we're spending time, it must be worth it to us. But in the act of reading and in the act of writing, how we spend our time kind of reverses. It's not like we need to do a task quickly and then move on. When we sit down to write or when we sit down to read, we're looking to spend that block of time doing those things. 
So when you're writing A to B to C to D, you don't have to race forward and get to the plot. You don't have to just give the bare bones and just do the bare minimum and connect the dots and keep the reader engaged and keep the reader moving in some like minimalist fashion in some kind of what's the what's the least number of things I can do to have this make sense and be engaging. You can take your time. You can slow things down. In fact, for the vast majority of, of writers who are just really getting their feet under them, slowing things down and slowing scenes down so that you can really develop each of them and then move on to the next thing is one of the best things, one of the best writer habits you can do. And I, I know the, the knee-jerk mental reaction that comes along. Yeah, but if I, if I really slow down, you know, it'll take forever which it won't. That's just you worried that somehow somebody's going to get bored because you're taking, I'm making air quotes, too long. And too long, again with the air quotes, is so variable. If it's well-crafted, the reader won't really notice how long it's been. If it's well-crafted and A is developed, and it's not necessarily all of A forever, it's just enough of an A right now, and then it moves to B, and B is well-developed. And it's not all of B forever, but it's enough B for right now. And then it goes to C and D and so on down the road. The reader isn't looking for a quick, expeditious, I'm going to read this and know it and get done. They're looking to be engaged. They're looking to have their attention held. They're looking to have their, their imagination prized and valued. Social media, whether it's Twitter or TikTok or Instagram or anything else gives us the reverse, telling us that we need to move quickly and time is scarce and people have no attention span. But if you engage them, if you hold their focus, if you give them that mental movie, then they'll have plenty to chew on and you can keep them going and keep them reading and they'll look for opportunities to keep going because that's, that's what you should do as a writer. Don't just give them A to B to C in some starvation, high-speed expedition. Instead, focus on developing slowly and carefully, meticulously. Not that you're going to go so slow the story comes to a crawl, because those are just balancing issues. Those are just issues of you won't know it until you write it. But take your time with A, take your time with B, connect the dots, go to C, take your time, go to D, take your time, get all the way down to Q and Z and whatever else. Taking your time. Put the reader in that scene for as long as they need to be there and then move things along. If you're not sure what to do, if you're unclear of what to fill in the space with, imagine the reader sitting, standing, or being next to the character. What would they see? Can they get into the character's thinking? Can the character share their thinking with the reader? Put them in that room. They're moving at the, they're moving at the, how do I say this? They're moving at the same rate that the character is. One thing to the next, to the next, to the next. It doesn't need to be this thin, high speed, get it done as quick as possible story. Just one to the next, to the next. Take your time. Think about that today. And I'll talk to you tomorrow.